your guru is live. Good morning and welcome to the weekend edition of Real Estate Daily with your guru. We've got a great topic today and the topic is should I buy a home with a pond? You know, you're representing lots of clients and the client says to you, should I buy a home with a pond? What do you think about ponds? What are the problem with ponds? Well, there's a lot to know about ponds, and we're going to go over that this morning. But first, let's sip our coffee this morning. You know, down below, I, I got a link for it. They're not an affiliate at this point, but I love their coffee so much, I want to promote them a little bit. It's the Black Rifle Coffee Company Coffee. I dearly love it. If you want to know what blend I'm drinking this morning, it is Blackbeard's whole bean. I'm grinding it with a burr grinder. So, ponds. Where are we at with ponds? What what are ponds? What is, you know, if we have to define it. So, let's just take a moment and define what is a pond. So, a pond is a body of water that is either natural or man-made. It can be either one. There is no definition saying that a pond has to only be natural. Of course, people love natural ponds, but man-made ponds are wonderful as well. So let's talk about types of ponds that are out there. Ponds absolutely can be man-made. Of course, they can be man-made, but they, but they can also be natural. They can be rainwater ponds. That is a pond that has no other source of water gathering other than the rain itself. And you have a low spot and it simply gathers. We were listing a home just last year that had a rainwater pond and it was large, absolutely stunningly beautiful, but it was a rainwater pond. There are spring fed ponds. There are creek fed ponds. All kinds of ponds that are out there that, that can be quite stunning and beautiful. But there are issues with ponds that we have to address. You're the professional. You're the real estate agent. You're the one with the credibility to establish with your client. And if there's a pond on the property, you've got to talk about the issues of a pond because there are a bunch of them. And the first, out of the gate, first thing is, are you even interested in purchasing a piece of property that has a pond on it? You, you know, you want to know that from your client kind of at the, at, out of the gate because you're wasting your time showing them a piece of property if they're saying, oh, no, 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 I, I don't want a pond. Grandpa had a pond. I don't want a pond. You know, there are mosquitoes that come with a pond, by the way. Not necessarily one of, one of the uh, pros and cons that I'm going over today, but there are mosquitoes that come with a pond. And that, that's just part of the natural environment. And question number one, though, you want to ask your client is, are you interested in purchasing a property with a pond or do we need to avoid those properties? And you're going to get people on both sides of it. But you might get people that say, well, maybe what do we need to know about a pond? And this is where you can showcase your acumen, you can showcase your skills, your knowledge, your abilities of the industry. You can talk about insurance. You can contact an insurance carrier and say, look, 
I'd like to find out how much is it going to be to insure this property. There's a house on this property. Maybe it's five acres and it has part of part of the acreage into a pond, whether it's a natural pond, man-made pond, rainwater pond, spring-fed pond, creek-fed pond. I don't care what it is. You might want to find out what is the insurance issues going on with the pond and how does the pond impact flood zones that can be learned from the insurance carrier because the the pond itself can absolutely impact flood zones around the house now it may have never flooded but that doesn't mean it's not going to impact it from an insurance point of view so you want to learn and get your client up to speed with insurance issues if they're looking at a body of water on the property. So what about maintenance? Because all the time people say, well, there's no maintenance to a pond. There actually can be lots of maintenance when it comes to a pond, depending on how you want the pond to be maintained. I know that's kind of a ridiculous thing to use the word in, in, in its own definition, but it's true. So a pond may be covered with heavy, heavy tree coverage. You may have trees fall into it, and it may disrupt the pond itself. It may disrupt the water system that is flowing within the pond, and you may have to maintain that. You may have to maintain the shoreline of the pond. You may have to maintain ingress and egress from the pond itself because there are safety issues because these are what we would legally call an attractive nuisance. Potentially, not always, but potentially your pond is an attractive nuisance. More likely, it's an attractive nuisance, and I'll go over that in a second. More likely, it's an attractive nuisance, so if it's man-made, you put it there. It's not just natural. It's not part of the natural environment that existed. You went in or someone before you went in and created this thing. And now it's a man-made and you have created a, an attractive nuisance. An attractive nuisance is something that interests children primarily, but not always. It can be, it can just be an interest of people. You are, you're an attraction to them because you now have a pond. It's like having a swimming pool, you know, and people are attracted to these kind of things. And if they're attracted to it, there is a safety issue that goes along with the pond, just like it would go along with a swimming pool or any, or a swing set or anything else you put in your yard, you may have to gate it so that people aren't using it or coming around easily to it when you don't want them to. All right, let's take a moment here, slow down in a second. Let me take a, let me take a sip of coffee. because it, it is the weekend edition and we're building your business. And how do we do that? We build your business through knowledge, skills, and abilities, making sure that you are ready to answer the, the hard real estate questions that your clients have for you. Take a minute and follow us on Facebook. Pardon me, I sip some coffee. Take a minute, follow us on Facebook. Go to YouTube and open up even a deeper resource for you. 
that is free to you. All you have to do on YouTube is hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button and it will open up the members only events to you. The member only, the guru member only events. And this is where we take a deeper dive, a much deeper dive into building your career directly. I have one goal, one goal. And that is to make your career the biggest in 22 it ever could be possible. Take what you thought was possible and multiply it by 10. Let's build your career to huge. The year 22, it's only in mid-February here. And it is on fire. Were you watching last week at the listings coming on? All of a sudden, the weather's getting a little nicer. We In the Portland area, we had a mid-60s degree day yesterday. We're having another one today. I will say where I live out in the gorge, it's not quite that warm. and we, we're, we're having winds now around 50 mile an hour. But in the Portland area, we're having some warm temperatures. And people's thoughts turn to spring. And with spring, people start getting more serious about buying a house. And they get more serious about listing their house. And I want you in front of those people. All right. There are benefits to a pond. There's lots of benefits. Let's talk about a couple benefits. How about beauty? You know, the stunning beauty that comes with a pond. Absolutely. The serenity, the beauty, the relaxation of just having the pond around. Bodies of water, water in general, tend to relax people. They bring on an ambiance that is so, I'll just say, relaxing, that people love it. That's why they want it around. That's why they want flowing creeks and babbling brooks. There are safety issues, as we were talking about with them. There are insurance issues, just to recap here a little bit, that go along with these things. They are an attractive nuisance, no question about it. However, the relaxation of having something like a pond. Can you imagine, just like right now, it's the weekend edition, and you go out, from your home and you walk down to your pond or your babbling brook, you walk down to your body of water. There, We do it because there is a mental relaxation to the sound, to the sights. And let's face it, the wildlife that comes with having a pond can be stunning, absolutely stunning, particularly if your pond is stocked with a little fish. That can be fantastic. Then you've got other fowl, birds of prey coming in to fish there. And can it can it be better? Can it be more, more relaxing than watching the wildlife? This natural environment that, that you have with a pond. If your client likes it, often these places cost more money because... The, the item is looked as an at, as overall an asset. It's an asset to the property for the beauty that it is. 
if they don't want it, go find something else for sure. Because it, it's definitely for those who want it and they will pay for it. But yes, it increases the wildlife. It increases the purchasing power of what's going on. It increases the desirability of wanting to have the property. There's not a lot of these around, unfortunately. There's just not a lot of homes with ponds around. You will look for quite a while is the likelihood. You might get lucky. You might get lucky with your client and stumble upon what you're looking for right away. But the likelihood, the, the clients I've had in the past, helping them and coaching them along to do exactly what we're talking about, find the home of their dreams, it's a harder search. So you're going to want to advise your client that it's going to take some time. This isn't going to happen, you don't know, you know, just boom, out of the gate. Oh, yeah, I've got uh, 15 properties with ponds to show you today. That's not likely in, in our area. We have lots of water. We have lots of bodies of water. But to have a pond on your property itself, that's becoming, that, that is quite unique. And people don't give them up very often. All right. I hope you're having a great morning this morning. Saturdays are one of my favorite mornings to sip coffee, get get my head in the game of what's going on that, that weekend with real estate. And let's not forget that we have a, a course called Kickstarter. I want to talk about this for a second. Our Kickstarter course is all about building your business. How do we do that? We build your business by taking the skills that are needed in 22 and putting a razor sharp edge on them, showing you how to, and I'll just call it fishing, fishing for, for, for leads and clients. We show you how to fish in the current environment so that you have lots of leads coming in to convert into clients. This is critical when it comes to having a full-time career in real estate. Next is for those really serious. I'm talking about for those that are extremely serious about having a full-time career that's on steroids. One-on-one -on -one coaching. One-on-one -on -one coaching that is focused on your business. It's not focused on what we think the business should be. It's not focused on a, on a hope and a dream. It's focused on your business, where it's at today, and how to take you from where you're at today to a mountaintop experience with the kind of business that you should have for yourself, you plan to have when you were getting licensed, you plan to have for your, your family, your kids. It's that kind of business I want you to be having. Exactly that kind of business. Now, I mean, I'm off topic here. Let me get back over on ponds because ponds are so fantastic. Let me go back a few slides to the safety issue going on with um with ponds because there are a bunch of safety things happening with a pond 
that we have to think. It's that remember that attractive nuisance thing we were talking about with pawns. So the attractive nuisance is where we have to gate things. But if it's a natural environment, you don't have nearly the responsibility to gate things. You need to take some precautions, particularly if your pond is navigable waters. That is, you keep a boat down there on it. You keep a little raft, a little rowboat. A lot of ponds are large enough to keep things like this down there on them. They're not only a, an absolute beautiful thing to look at, a little pond with a rowboat down there on it, but it is an additional attractive nuisance. And I, this, this term attractive nuisance gets confused a lot. Because people say, it's not a nuisance. I, I love that. I know That's not what's meant by it. What's meant is that it's an attraction to the community. The children and other adults will look at this and say, wow, I want to use that rowboat on that pond. And no one's around. Why don't I go down and, do, and, and just grab it and do it? But maybe your rowboat you have down there was never intended to navigate the waters. It was just intended for a picture purpose. So be cautious and you'll want to tell your client to be cautious with it. Also with the pond, things that are on the pond itself, like boats, should not be listed as value within purchasing the home. I know that's a tough one. And we talk about negotiation in another, in another uh, video that we have. But just real quick here, we don't want items like a boat or a rowboat to be listed as value items in the contract to purchase the home because that is a problem when it comes to the lending purpose. So just be aware of that. You want to keep them. You can put them in the contract that the boat is to be included, but at no value. Boat is to be included at no value value. If there is artificial fencing, you know, that non-permanent fencing, it just sits above the ground around the pond, you'll want to declare that as something that your client wants. Because a lot of times they put up, people will put up fencing that is not permanently buried into the ground, you know, with the stakes and, and the posts and all that. It just sits on top and it's very movable because the pond itself can grow and shrink and they may move this fence or have it to move in and out for ingress and egress to the pond itself. But you'll want to include that type of fencing since it is personality. You'll want to include that fence in the contract at no value, but you'll want to include it that, that it comes along with the, the, the home itself. Ponds are fun. In my estimation, a, a piece of property that has some water on it is a huge attraction because of the serene environment it gives, the release that it gives, the relaxation that comes along with having the body of water and the wildlife that naturally is included because they find you. The wildlife simply come out and they find you. You have a body of water. They drink from it. They fish from it. It becomes 
this relaxing environment. And it's why they are so incredibly valuable. I would like to include how much how much money it, it takes to buy a pond in addition to a house. That would be impossible. I get asked all the time, hey, Rod, there, we have an acre pond over here along with a 2,500 square foot home. How much extra for the pond? That would be an impossible thing to separate. Each home, each property that has a pond that comes along with it has to be valued by itself. Now, of course, you're going to go out and pull comps. You're going to pull other properties in the area that have ponds. There's going to be few of them, but you'll pull the, the ones in recent history that, ha- that were sold with a pond. But your home, the one you're getting ready to sell, either through helping a buyer get it or the seller list it. Ultimately, while you can look at comps, ponds are individually valued because they're different depths, they're different areas, different amounts of, of, of surface waters. They might be navigable. They may not be. They might just be a very shallow six-inch body of water that, you know, six inches, you're not going to navigate six inches. That's just, that's closer to a swamp land than it is an actual pond, even though it it qualifies, (laughs) it qualifies as a pond for sure, but it's just a very shallow pond. Let me get another sip of coffee this morning. There is no requirement as to how deep a pond has to be to become a pond. As long as it has surface waters and it's contained, it it is a pond. No matter whether it is rain-fed or spring-fed, either way, it is still a pond. Different things can be done with it, depending on how deep it is and, and how large it is but it's still a pond no matter. All right, today we've been talking about some ponds and the value, well, the value to individuals of ponds, not the actual value of a pond. As I said, that would take pulling lots of comps and some analysis that you're going to have to look at upon pulling lots of these and seeing what you can possibly do to put a value on a piece of property that has a pond. Difficult. We've talked about researching for them and finding out whether your client is actually interested in them. That's question number one. Are you even interested? You said you want uh, a home with some acreage. Are you interested in a home with acreage that has a pond on it? Knowing, of course, that the pond can bring an attractive nuisance as well as relaxation and great joy and wildlife. You want to remind them of these things. You're bringing your client up to speed with the assets of a pond. Remember, we are the professionals. You and I, I believe strongly in your ability. You can connect with people I could never connect with. We need you in the industry and you need to be knowledgeable about things like a pond. If you're going to sell a home that has a pond on it, 
you need to have these minimum skill sets of knowledge to at least ask the questions. For example, calling the insurance company in advance. That would bring huge value to your client. Can you imagine you show up to a piece of property, it has a pond on it, and you can say to your client, hey, by the way, I've already called the insurance company about this to find out what are the issues with having a pond on this property and what would the insurance rates look like for something like this. Can you even imagine the credibility that you have just established with your client because you're able to bring that kind of knowledge. The trust factor that they are going to have in you now just went up tenfold. A huge amount, because they're not even thinking insurance. They're looking out there at the pond and maybe they're, 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 they're favorable to a pond and they're saying, wow, that's terrific. And you bring up the insurance issue and how much it's going to cost. And maybe it's very affordable. Maybe it's not even a big deal. That, that's fine. But you're putting that fire out up front, right out of the gate. You're also able to talk to them about assets of the pond itself, the wildlife. Maybe you've looked up the wildlife. You know, part of real estate is having fun with this. And you've looked up the, the, the wildlife that's in the area and maybe nesting at the pond. Maybe there's some wild ducks or geese that are nesting at the pond. And you can bring those things up. People are impressed with your ability to showcase your skills, knowledge, and abilities to them when it comes to assets of the property that they are looking at. And by the way, it's our job. Our job and, of course, our love of real estate goes a long way. This is Real Estate Daily, your weekend edition. I am your real estate guru, and I'll be talking to you very shortly.